Hey there, welcome to series three of the Leader X podcast, The Future of Work. I'm so excited to be back and to bring a fresh look at, you know, what is leadership now and in the future. Now, in my book, Leader X, I introduced my five minds methodology, um, and that's for leaders who want to step up take control and lead with impact. Now, the my legacy step is a call for leaders to start really thinking about the future. You know, it's about them dreaming big, you know, thinking about the future and the possibilities, and ultimately what they want to achieve and the legacy that they want to leave behind. You know, they're big stretching questions. You know, I know these are really tough ones, but they're the ones that every leader should be asking and keep revisiting over and over again. And once you've done that, and you've got that real clarity over where you're heading and the impact that you want to have on the world, on your organization and all of that, then you can start looking at, well, where are you now, which is what I call my presence. You know, start looking at how your team's performing. Are you hitting your sales? What are the behaviors you see, the services that you're offering? How do you actually do business, the operations? And once you've figured out what's working and not working and where you want to go, well, that's easy then because it's just about building a strategy around it so to me the point of being a leader is having this strong vision and purpose but they also need to be really flexible in the approach about how they achieve it I mean nobody you know on this planet well I say that nobody I know built the global pandemic into their 2020 business plan but could they have done and that's what's really got me thinking about the future of work You know, there are so many predictions that are out there, you know, and you can go and watch TED Talks, read books, listen to futurists, you know, harping back to the days of when I used to watch Tomorrow's World. There are already people who are geeking out and um, researching all of this stuff and predicting what the world is going to be like. Now, back when I used to watch Tomorrow's World, it was very different. You know, a lot of things they were thinking about was 20 years, 30 years into the future. But with the rate of change that is happening right now and the way that whether it's climate change or technology or globalization, all of that stuff is speeding things up at such a rate that, you know, when we start thinking about the future, actually the future could be just one year or two years from now. And if you're not thinking about that and building into your strategy, then you're not really leading. So my question really is, could we have set up our businesses differently uh, to weather this storm and to prepare for the next When we look at the industries that did really well, it's no surprise that they had already automated their systems, their processes. They they used technology to boost performance and to enable that work anytime, anyplace, anywhere. So when this lockdown happened, well, it was just business as usual for them. They invested in their talent early um, so that, you know, their people were already autonomous. They trusted their people and they were to deliver the work. And they also had this kind of entrepreneurial culture so that, you know, they, they geeked out and they built creativity and flexibility and innovation just into the way that they did what their work. It was in the fabric of how they operate. And then you think about some of the service industries that historically had to be done face to face. Now, some of them were able to pivot. The ideas were already in existence. Some of them were already offering some kind of digital or online service. Now, in the UK, companies were already offering GP consultations via phone and video conferencing, yet so many people said it would never take off. But now, for most of us, it is the norm. 
And there were so many restaurants that didn't want to adopt an online ordering process or a delivery service because it was the ambience and the environment that was their USP. Yet they survived because they changed the way that their customers were now able to experience their food at home. So swathes of people finally tried online shopping for the first time. They got their groceries delivered to their door and, and they logged on to their online banking. And now they wonder, why the hell didn't I try this before? You know, and even me, I've, you know, I've attended so many online conferences in the past. You know, I've run webinars um, and online training courses. You know, my coaching programs were always done from the coach, uh, comfort of my own home. Yet some clients thought it just wouldn't work for them and were happy to pay a premium to have me there in the room. And that worked fine too. I can be anytime, anyplace, anywhere. So it really did start making me think. Okay, if the innovators and futurists were already signaling what can be done, some businesses were already working smarter and investing in their, you know, future-proofing the way that they do their business. And us as consumers were already starting to behave differently about, you know, how we buy and experience the products and services. And why weren't leaders building this into their strategies already? They say that necessity is the mother of all innovation. But do we want our leaders to be constantly firefighting and reactionary? I think not. I, I want leaders to be bold, to have courage and to have that vision. I want them to have a plan. And so I bring you the Future of Work series. It's going to be a collection of interviews with experts and futurists, uh, people who share their insights about what the future will look like and what leaders can do proactively right now to future-proof their businesses and organisations. So join me for episode one really soon.